What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 136. We are back. We are back. Holy moly. I, I don't, don't even, I I feel don't even like, know who you are. I know. I feel like we should like address the, address the rumors or something like that, that we, we are not breaking up as a group and we're you know we're staying together i just don't most famous like bands and stuff like always put out like a public announcement saying that that they're not going to do it and i feel like we're famous enough that we probably should like squash the rumors i mean what what happened was we were on an island with tupac and biggie (laughs) (laughs) we're just chilling yeah and i mean what happened on that island is none of your (laughs) so why don't you guys just back off (laughs) nope we are officially back uh I yep. I, if you didn't hear the update uh, from uh, that I put out ten days ago or whatever, um, I had tested positive for the COVID nineteen. Uh, I am still alive, um, and and that's not taking a shot at COVID nineteen. Uh, it it beat me down pretty good. Uh, um, our buddy Craig Euler also had the COVID nineteen. Uh, Craig got beat down even just uh, a little bit worse than what I did. Um, it. it it's no joke, man. I'm it, I'm I'm here to tell you, like, uh, you know, I, I don't care what side if you're on, like, you know, vaccine, whatever. Like, that's not that's not what we're here to talk about. That's that's not what I'm trying to say. But, um, you know, for for us too, I'd I'd say if there's, you know, they're talking about how you know the Largo strain and the Delta strain and the Abu strain or whatever are the bad strains. Well, we got one of those bad strains. <laughs> like we we got the we got the bad one and. Uh, Whatever, we're over it. Uh, glad that you guys are up and going and stuff. I mean, you were you were sounding pretty rough there when I talked to you on the phone. And yep, yep. I mean, I I knew it was really bad when uh, Kayla, I think a while back, put something on Snapchat about you had got her ice cream and stuff. And I was like, I'm surprised it even made it back to the house. And she's like, he's not even like in the mood for ice cream. And I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It, I I'll tell you what, like my my appetite is gone. Like I and and, and I mean. It's coming back. It is coming back. But uh, for a while there, like, I mean, I, I I would still load up pizza like I was normal Scott Sturman. And COVID Scott Sturman could eat about an eighth of what <laughs> normal. That's you know, when you know it is it does take a toll it, on you. It was weird, man. It was weird. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, there was, there was a lot of times I, I attempted to mow the lawn uh, after I had really, you know, I mean, I was, I was thinking I was feeling, you know, real good. I went out and I made one trip around with a self-propelled push mower and my yard's not very big. And, uh, I kind of looked at Kayla and she's like, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. And she's like, no, are you all right? And I'm like, I'm going in to take a nap. <laughs> one trip around, Aubrey had to finish off the rest. And, um, yeah, I mean it, it, uh, it was something, but, uh, I'm over it. And, uh, I definitely, uh, you know, I, I went back already last week to work, uh, on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and, uh, I was feeling good then, but I can tell even my energy is, is back now. Uh, my, my appetite's back. Uh, I'm back to pounding diet dudes and just doing regular <laughs> Scott hood things. rat stuff. And, doing uh, Scott, Scott I mean, Sturman things. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't, you can't hold a good horse down. I think that's <laughs> No, what, no, you can't. I mean, I mean. COVID-19 tried, failed. Nothing's going to separate you from Tombstone Pizza. That's, I mean, that's right. I mean, what what do you want on your tombstone? It, All meat. All exactly. Meat. I mean, Canadian bacon. I mean, that's it's not going to hold you back from that. Nope. Nope. Me and uh, me and the kids actually put down a bunch of pizza ranch tonight. So. There you go. Uh, no, but uh, God dang it. it. It feels good. It feels good to be back. Uh, I know 
when I did that update, and even on the last episode, I had said that we're going to get Drake Hurd. I talked to Drake Hurd today, and uh, this afternoon just didn't really work out for him. Uh, next episode should have Drake Hurd on it. Uh, um, you know, Drake, uh, Drake's kids tomorrow have their Matt, not a big deal. We will get him on. Uh, I think it's probably best to uh, to kind of have our first show back after two, three weeks. Uh, you know, maybe be one without a guest. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about, and uh, um, yeah, whatever. Like I said, just feels good to be back on. Um, I uh, before we left you last time, I was uh, taken off to go up on a fishing trip uh, with the Euler family and my son Grady um, up to. Minnesota, we fished with Scott Merwin on Lake Osakis. If you are looking for a guide in the Alexandria area uh, for for any of the species, uh, I'd reach out to Scott Merwin, Lake Osakis Guide Service. Uh, we had a heck of a lot of fun out there. We, we pounded the bluegills, and uh, it was fun to watch Scott uh, work his electronics. Uh, you know, a lot of side imaging, you know, driving... And, you know oh here we go and you know it is just, a lot of fun to watch somebody that you know knows what they're doing with yep. that electronics and how to use it and you know the ways that just the little intricacies of it yeah i mean you know because we were in we were in the grass and right. and i mean you know just he he was showing me and craig stuff you know it's like oh here they are and it's like yeah like what are you, I, i'm yeah. not exactly picking up what you're putting down here but uh but he, he you know he he knew what he was looking for and uh uh, we actually used ice fishing rods, which was really fun. Just vertical right. jigging off the side. and uh, um, yeah, I think I it's kind of something that's overlooked a lot of the times during the summer, you know, people out fishing. It's like sometimes it is fun to switch it up and just bring the ice rods along. And if you're going to do some vertical jigging. I, I think a lot of the fish liked to be right underneath of the boat. Yeah. And, and so it, it actually, you didn't want to be six feet out, for, you know, from the boat. You wanted to be right underneath of it. Um and you're using we, and you're using probably using you know ice fishing jigs anyways. We I were. Mean, yep, the we feel were. for it is probably a lot better than even with an ultralight sometimes. Yep. You know the biggest the biggest issue I would say is it was a oh man it was a windy day. Oh. Okay. And uh, you know it, it was really hard to it was hard to detect the bite, but it was hard for Scott you know to to really keep the boat in one spot. But uh, we did good. We did good. I mean, I we didn't keep anything, but uh, I don't know the three hours that we were out there or whatever i mean i don't know we we threw well over 50 fish and you know we pulled up well over 50 fish and, and threw them back and uh we had fun a lot of bs and and uh uh yeah i don't know it, it was just fun to be out in the boat with everybody oh for sure from there we moved uh east we went over to st cloud we stopped god dang it i should have figured out what the meat market we stopped at Someplace in between Osakis and St. Cloud, uh, right on the side of one of the main drags. I don't know. Maybe it's by St. Cloud. I don't even remember what that meat place was, but it was awesome. Was it, it was the bomb.com. Cool. Uh, Craig had to get some uh, wild rice sausage. Oh, yeah. And, That's uh, a Minnesota staple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, the whole trip, I mean, I just, there was nothing. There was nothing about it that didn't just scream Minnesota. Yeah, I, I, mean, I was surprised that you didn't come back talking like you're from northern Minnesota. I got a pet loon. <laughs> I got a pet loon. I, I'll show it to you later. It's over in the other room. I don't know room. if I want to see this <laughs> pet loon of yours. What? Come on. <laughs> that sounds like an old Scott Sturman pickup yeah, line. Bullshit. I named him Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely is now. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, it. 
it, it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, we, we got over to St. Cloud. Uh, we actually stayed. We were lucky enough to stay at the Genz uh, family place. We actually stayed at uh, Dave's daughter Missy's place, but that's next door to Dave. Um, and then right up the way is Dave's daughter Kathy. And uh, so the first day we kind of, you know, hung out, uh, ra- rode the Rambo fat tire bikes uh those e-bikes are awesome like everyone needs 12 of them but uh, they do look like they'd be fun they go like 20 some miles an hour my me i could only get to 19 and a half (laughs) but the but the other young guns were talking that they would get up you know into the 20s but uh uh they're they're a lot funner than what i'll be honest like seeing them before and i don't have one i i don't get paid to say anything uh this I, i don't know maybe for the price maybe they're not that great but uh the, it, it was fun. Like, I mean, you know, they've got like four settings and, you know, on setting zero, <clears throat> it's, uh, you know, just, just whatever you're pedaling on, on one, you know, it, it assists you a little bit all the way up to four where, I mean, you can be pedaling really slow and going 20 miles an hour. <laughs> and, uh, they've actually just got like a full on throttle. It wastes a lot of battery, but you don't have to be pedaling at all. Right. And you just hammer on go. that throttle and it's like a damn dirt bike, you know, just <laughs> there we go. And uh, I, I don't know, them fat tires, I mean, it was fun. Were you riding but, any wheelies? I didn't. I didn't pull <laughs> off any wheelies, but I mean, I wasn't up there to show off. <laughs> right. Uh, that's true. You know, Grady takes off on this bike. And, you know, I mean, these, these bikes are, you know, in the $2,000 range. Yep. And uh, so, I mean, I, I'm telling Grady, like, you damn well better be careful. And then I told <laughs> Kathy, whose, whose bike it was, like, you know, don't worry. If he crashes it, you know, I'll, I'll pay for it or whatever. And Grady's not coming back and not coming back. I'm like, yo, you son of a gun. Like, I, I tell you what, you better not have crashed it. You're going to have you to load a, up a Rambo bike. You won't and... get a birthday present for the rest of your life, kid. <laughs> nope. No, uh, you're thinking there goes a live scope. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, no kidding, right? No kidding. But, uh, nope, everyone brought it back in one piece. Uh, they got a they got a golf cart that they just run back and forth between all the houses Dave does. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, uh you know, and I'm not trying to sit here and brag. I mean, th- this was one of the coolest experiences of, of my life. And, and you know, I, I said just a little bit ago, like, just how Minnesota this felt. But, I mean, to be a, in a in a guy's place, in, in a family's place that is, you know, so entrenched in Minnesota fishing. Right. You know, I mean, the dude's got a freaking milk bulk tank on the side of his garage that he keeps his chubs in. I yeah. Mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that. You know, it's not like, oh yeah, I tend to keep a scoop of minnows over there in the in the garage fridge alongside the beer. Like that's, I mean, like, no, we've gone. I, I see that, and I raise you seven. Like, I mean, it it, it was amazing. Uh, he's got a garage attached to his house, and and just just it's where he does his tinkering. You know, yeah. I mean, and uh, just to look through there and see some of the stuff, some of the original fish shacks were were you know. Right there, like really? I mean, we're, that's, we're that's awesome. I saw two or three of them, and uh, I mean, you know, just just to be right there, right next to all of it, and, and it's just like wow, you know, like I I don't know, it was it was a cool deal. It, it was it was neat to see it. Uh, they played cribbage, of course. Euler and and Dave played cribbage. Um, they tried to show me. I I played a game of solitary cribbage, which is like just by yourself you're kind of like playing yourself and uh dave was showing me how to do it he said i did good but i don't think i 
Like, was he just being nice? Well, I mean, I think I actually did go, okay. but like he was doing it kind of for me, showing right, me. And yeah. so like, you know, as much as it's like, oh man, you did good. It's like, no, Dave, you actually did good. Like <laughs> we're just doing this for me, I guess, kind of. And I got it on my phone. And so I'm going to try to kind of keep learning it because I feel like if I'm going to do any amount of fishing or ice fishing in the state of Minnesota, you got when you're not fishing, you're playing cribbage. There you go. Are, are you a cribbage guy? I've, I've never done it. Shut the heck up. No, you can't never, be from Minnesota and not play cribbage. I wasn't. I That's think why there's they a booted line. you out of that I, state. I think there's a line. I was too far south. I'm a southern Minnesota. I know you are. You, <laughs> there is no southern. There is not one person that's more southern than, than what you are, except for the people that live farther south of you in Ellsworth. But, I mean, you are, you're the state line man. But uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, every. I feel like everyone does it. You go, you go up there, and well, I mean, you know, just cards, couldn't... cards are huge too. Right. In my family, you know, they were always playing cards. My family still plays cards all the time. It's just what something... game do they play? Pinochle. Pinochle. It's just something I never got into. I don't though. I I think it's because I hate math, and trying to do all that like right there, I was just like, no, nah, just never really got into it. I can remember going to my grandpa and grandma Deitch's all the time, and I mean, they'd have like nights where they'd have people over. You know, I guarantee they, they you, your grandpa of, knows how to play cribbage. Oh, I'm sure he does. Yeah, yeah probably I mean, all state is senior and junior. It was. Year. It's always kind of fun listening and watching them play too, because you know, just all the little things like, and they get into it, and oh, yeah. you know, pretty soon there's sometimes there's some, I don't want to say arguments, but just uh, mis misagreements and stuff <laughs> no, like disagreements. You and go stuff ahead and like just that, say so. it like it, it's it's arguments. <laughs> like I mean, those those people like I I, I could tell like Euler beat Dave like. It wasn't like a ha oh, man, you got me like, like you <laughs> Yeah, it's like one of those where they kinda of shake your yeah. hand and say good game, but they really don't mean it's like yeah, yeah good game. All yeah. right, yep, all right. Yep. Yeah, oh yeah. No, I mean it's it's for real. And it, 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 I don't know, it was fun. It was it was cool to see it. Uh, you know, we we brought up some Iowa sweet corn up there and uh um, you know, we we ate some lasagna. God dang it, they treated us awesome and he even uh, took you out for ice cream. Yeah, so so this is it. This is it. <laughs> I, I got to pay for that ice cream. All right. <laughs> when when it was, I think I got to pay for it. I don't know. Like I I wanted to say like I I bought ice cream for these guys, but we we went to a gas station. He told us like, oh yeah yeah, we're gonna go get ice cream. Blah blah. So we go and get ice cream at this gas station, and uh, they, and and I mean this was his place. Like I don't know, it was like a Speedway gas station. They had like twelve flavors there. Got the moose tracks, of course. I mean, if you're gonna be in Minnesota, you gotta get the moose tracks. So, uh, whatever on our way there, you know, he's, he's showing us around St. Cloud on our way to get ice cream. He, have you ever seen the second longest man-made, uh, wall in the world? First is great wall of China. Second wall around the prison in St. Paul, Minnesota, St. Cloud, Cloud. St. Cloud, Minnesota. I've been up to St. Cloud many times and I've never went and looked at it. This prison is crazy. Like, I mean, this looks like it is straight out of a freaking like, I mean, it, it looks like a castle. It, I mean, it's all, all right. big stone deal. I mean, it, it's impressive. If you're in St. Cloud, it's it's worth it to go drive by. We're just cruising right through the parking lot. We kind of take this back road that goes into the back that flat out has signs that says, you know, unauthorized personnel better turn around and we went a little bit farther and it's like all right like if things get loud here they're shooting us and uh, so finally he turns around and uh we checked out uh uh st cloud 
St. Cloud State, Minnesota State. Yeah, St. Cloud State. St. Cloud State, whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, they got a big football field, which I, I apparently they don't play football anymore. They they dropped their football team, so now it's the soccer field. Okay. But it's right next to the Mississippi River there, right next to a dam. Cool spot. Uh, we went by the hockey arena. Oh, more, yeah. more Minnesota stuff. They got a legit hockey team. Oh, yeah, they're they're D1. They're like top 10 in, in yep. Division One. I. I mean, yep. it's the real deal there. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's, you know, a lot of those guys are – getting drafted to nhl and stuff yep so, so uh we we checked out this big flower garden uh some some rich guy from st cloud put up this flower garden along the mississippi just immaculate i mean it's got to have 25 people employed full-time to weed it i mean whatever but while we were heading to ice cream i said to him i'm like you know dave like how how often do you you know like when you're out to eat or you know at the gas station or, or whatever like how often do you have it that people are like oh hey like you know you're you're Dave Gins. You know, I'm thinking, you know, most people in Minnesota probably know who Dave Gins is. Most people, uh, and, and it's probably right. not. It's probably not. But, you Heck, know, it's probably 25%. Yeah. Realistically, I mean, I mean you know, probably 60, 65% of Minnesotans fish, you know, and, you know, a smaller percentage of that ice fish and a smaller percentage of that even understand who Dave Gins is. But so I asked him, like, you know, how often do you have it? I thought maybe in a town the size, a city the size of St. Cloud, like, you know, most people know Dave. He's not that big of a deal anymore, whatever. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I've, I, I I just asked, like, how often do you have people that say that? And he's like, ah, oh, you know, I haven't had it since, like, um, uh, lunch today. <laughs> it's like 2 <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon. So, I mean, you know, it. it uh, he said he said it's cool, though. He said he, he enjoys that. That means that, uh, you know that those people are ice fishing people and you know i i guess one of the coolest things about being up there at clam pro day and being at dave's uh you know one of the things that clam really really uh drove home and one of the things that dave kind of talked about is you know i mean obviously we were all there because of clam but i mean be we're, we're all there because we're ice fishermen right. or because we're fishermen. And, oh, exactly. You know, I mean, it don't matter if you're wearing red or if you're wearing yellow or if you're wearing green or if you're wearing blue. You know, like, we're, we're all there because we love fishing. And, and uh, you know, I, I think that's one of the things that we've all got to realize, you know, we're all in this together, you know, no matter what. And, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I think everyone that's, you know, was up there for Clam, you know, wants Clam to be number one, but there's room for everybody, and, and uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Right. Like you said, at the end of the day, we're all fishermen, and it doesn't really matter. And uh, usually the people that are like, you know, the guys like that are on the promotional staffs, staffs and stuff aren't going to get online or places and tell you not to buy this product or no, no. to avoid this. They're always just going to give you the benefits of the product that they're promoting because it's the one that they believe in. So it's just like, all right. It, you know, you see that like on some of these online forums, it's just random people that are the ones right, that are saying, right. "Oh, that's junk." You know, "Oh, you don't want to run that." I mean, yep. yep. Those those are the people that no matter what, I mean, their stuff is always going to be better. Than right? Have, the have you stuff have you ran you have you ran so, all the brands? So no? okay, well then pipe down. I mean, and then like you said, that's a very small percentage of yep what all of us are. I mean, I guess we've been on the ice before and. Very few times have we ever ran into people that are just like, oh, that's such a crappy, you know, oh, like, I mean, nobody ever really says anything to anybody out there. It's not like you're out there fishing and somebody pulls up to you and says like, why are you running that boat? This boat is a lot better, you know, and stuff. So, yep, just, just go out there, run, run what you can, 
run what you can find, you know, for a good deal. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, most of yeah. us, I mean, for the most part, most of us are budget fishermen. We're looking for the deals. Yep. Yep. I mean, f- flat out. Uh, I just got a text from a buddy of mine here, a call from a buddy of mine. I don't know, maybe two weeks ago, three, ah, heck it was before clam pro day, but, uh, he had found an Eskimo shack on, on Facebook or Facebook marketplace. And he's like, what do you think? And so I went and looked up the price and I'm like, yeah, dude, like I, you know, I think that's a good deal. I think that's a solid, you know, a, a good deal. It's a solid shack, you know, whatever. And okay. He bought it. And you know what? I'm still going to go and fish with him. Right. Because, because we're friends, you exactly. know, and I, that's I the, yeah. up, you know, friends first. Yep. So I don't know whatever, uh, um, he uh yeah he he got that new shack sorry kind of got sidetracked there but um yeah blah 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 it is what it is but um, no it was fun for you to be up there oh yeah hanging out with dave and in the, the whole family the whole gens family and stuff and then from there you moved on to clam pro day didn't yep, you yep well we we went out fishing with dave oh that's right you, oh that's right you guys did i how yep. do I, how can i forget about right. that no we went out fishing with dave on the mississippi river and uh he's got a really neat way of of fishing um, he gets out there and, uh, um, red tailed chubs, chubs. I didn't yep. know if they were red tailed chiners or whatever, red tailed chubs that he catches himself, which is going to be on the next episode of, excuse me, uh, the bite right that, clam. that clam puts out, uh, the whole, the whole entire deal. But he's got this river pro boat with a jet motor and we are going flying up and down the Mississippi bouncing off rocks because <laughs> the water's freaking low. And I mean... Euler told me, like, you know, hey, things get a little Western, you know, when we're doing this. And, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And we get going, and it's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that, like, you're I not mean, expecting to yeah, run over I mean, rocks. it was freaking crazy. And uh, uh, it, it was neat. But we finally, you know, we would get to these spots, you know, that, that he would, you know, a, a lot like what the way we fish the river here. You know I mean? Yeah. We'd get to current spots and uh we'd fish on the down down current side the up current side he had his little pockets whatever and he'd put that boat right where it needed to be and uh we would just drop red-tailed chubs off the side and uh grady threw the first red-tailed chub out and uh i don't know i don't know if it took five seconds and all of a sudden grady's like oh got one and i'm like son of a gun he got a snag you know right off the bat and he's like nope he, he did not he and he pulled in a northern but just like that trevor had hooked up with a small mouth and uh, I mean, it was boom, 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 boom. I mean, it was nonstop action. And we would go and, and we would probably pull eight fish off of a spot. And then we would go and, and go up a little bit farther or down a little bit farther. And, and uh, we would get into some spots. And towards the end, uh, you know, it definitely slowed down. But I mean, he had said that, uh, you know, he, he was going to bring us to bring us to some spots. And then, it, you know, it was going to... Uh, you know, we, we were going to head in. It, it was getting hot that day. Right, and, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. But uh, it all it all ended up uh, really I, good. I, I I think we, I don't know. I think between the uh, the four of us, Dave never fished one bit. I, I, we were in like the mid to upper twenties as far as fish that we caught. Right. I think I caught three. I think Euler caught three, and the rest were the kids. You know, we we spent a lot more time, you know, watching the kids and you know having fun that way. I wanted a picture with Dave Gens yeah. and me holding the yeah. smallmouth, you know, with first, Dave Gens yeah, in, in, in his yeah. boat. You know, after I had got the first fish, it was like, yeah, all right, well, good enough. I good. Came, that's what you I came, came to and do. I got and what I wanted. Yeah, let's so. sit back and enjoy the conversation in the company. It's kind of funny. We had our school open house one of those nights, and Joel Sneller was was in there, and I was talking to him, and he was just like, 
He's he had mentioned your Snapchat that he saw, and he's like, "Did that dude really just like run over rocks? Like, did he just yes, go he flying did. over the rapids?" And I was like, "Oh yeah," like telling him the whole story, and he just thought he was laughing and thought that was the greatest thing in the world. It's like, yeah, I'd be like just cruising down our river and seeing some rapids, and deciding, you know what, going over. And yep, I don't think a lot sudden, of people run understand what those river boats are like. Like that's a yeah, I don't know. I like mean, I mean, half inch, boat, half inch, you know, thick al- like aluminum, so. and yeah, I mean it. It's got the jet motor on it, and uh, when we got done the one time uh, and, and pulled it out, uh, he had gotten up underneath of it, and he could push this little deal that would, you know, shove the the rocks down, you know, that had right. been sucked up in there, and uh, it, it's, I mean, that's a whole different deal. That's that's a, that's a different style of fishing. Yeah. It was fun. It's fun. I like, can I, believe that. I don't know. I hope it's not the last time I ever get to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, then then Clam Pro Day and and what a neat experience that is. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I don't know. There's a few hundred people there, and uh, I probably know. Uh, I, I probably know through Facebook, fifteen uh, percent of them, and and the rest of the people, you know, I, I don't know. Right. And, and you know, I probably heck, I probably don't even know some of the best people that were there. But uh, I uh, think I think that's the unique thing. Like you say, there, you know, these people. Like we know, like a ton of people through Facebook. And, you know, to finally, like, be in the same place with, like, the majority of them at the same time. First of all, you can't meet them all. You, right. you want to meet them all, but it's it's pretty much impossible when you have that many people to be able to, like, talk to a, a lot of them. Because there's some of them that you really do, like, start having a conversation with. And, you know, pretty soon, you know, you're only limited on how much time you're there with them. Right. And, you know, I guess my biggest thing, too, is, like, you know, we're we're all supposed to be, you know, we're all we're all there we're all supposed to be you know i don't know you know clam pros or whatever and uh you know i guess i i felt like in order to be professional i couldn't really fanboy (laughs) but you know like (laughs) no i I know what you're saying i mean keith kavias and chase parsons are there jason mitchell's there dave gens is there you know i mean uh, there was a lot of sam Sobey. you know i mean he was there you know i mean there was just so many you know awesome dudes that you know, I just, I would have given anything to have four hours with, you know, be like, dude, let me buy you a cup of coffee. Let's sit down and chat. But, uh, you know, obviously you can't do that, but to see a lot of those guys in their element, I, I, I did. I talked to, I talked to most of them. I, I went through the buffet line and the guy right across from me, I can't figure out who he is. You know, it's like, <laughs> what in the heck, you know? And then Oilers like, oh, that was pretty cool that Keith Cabias was right across the the buffet line from you and it's like huh, yeah that is who that was, was like and, you know I mean, uh, you were too you were too worried about the buffet line because well i mean let's, <laughs> let's be, be honest, honest here i mean it was, that was the it real was barbecue star. it was, that was bar- the real star of the show so it's just like but oh, i yeah. mean even just like to to reach across and say like hey keith you know good to meet you whatever and and i mean i didn't you know i i, I dropped the ball but uh i don't know whatever it is what it is but uh um you know to see a lot of those guys uh um it, it, it was neat it was neat and I'll, I'll be honest with you, um, you know, guys like Thane Jensen, guys like Craig, uh, you know, Don Cox, whatever. I got a lot of people, um, you know, that, that I got introduced to. And, you know, I mean, we're going to have a lot of really cool interviews coming down the yeah. pipe here as soon as ice season gets a little bit closer and, and after it takes off. Um, we're we're going we're gonna to have some really cool ones because, you know, Thane, you know, guys like Thane Jensen, I mean, they know 
almost everybody in the fishing industry. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Thane did a good job that when he would see me and he would have somebody, you know, that it's like, oh, you know what? That'd be a good guy for the show. He'd say, hey, Scott, you know, come over here and meet this guy. And so I shook a few hands and, and uh, you know, got to meet a few people, got a few numbers in my in my, uh, in my uh, phone. Um, Scott Mockentoon helped me out with a couple. But just, just really cool dudes that are going to have really cool stories. And uh, um, I can't wait to can't wait to get him on here and and you know obviously we're not gonna uh you know from here on out the next 10 episodes are only going to be clam guys that's not what we're trying to do guys like i mean at, at the end of the day it's 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 fishing first but i mean we're, we're not we're not having these guys on to strictly talk clam products i mean they're they're fishermen talk first. about fishing yep, like we just know. talked about yep. it. it's just we're all in this because we love yep. fishing in itself so that's why we're having them on so was mockington the tallest guy there Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he had everyone by a foot and a half or something like that. Uh, you know, they started off, and they're like, uh, sir, uh, everyone's sitting down. And, and Scott was. You know, he was already sitting down. So then, uh, you know, I mean, it's like, okay. And, and, you know, of course, he had to sit in the middle, you know, be the star of the show and whatnot. But, uh, uh, no, you know, they at, at Clam Pro Day, they do the, the deal where they take everyone's picture, and you can go up there, take funny pictures, you mm-hmm. know, serious pictures, whatever, and uh, – they had to totally revamp the photo booth because it, it just it, it wasn't designed for a nine footer. He could just get his chest on down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's that's a lie. But no, we're gonna take a couple shots while we can. But no, God we haven't it. been we, able to for a while. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, we exactly. Got to get it all in right now. No, we had a lot of fun up there. Uh, like I said, I I got to meet a lot of people. Got to talk to a lot of great people again. And uh, and, and it's about like any time you do go do something the first time, you just kind of sit back and soak oh, it. Yeah. You, you soak. Mean, get in you just kind of you put your feelers out to see what it's like and oh, i was intimidated like i mean well and it, it, i don't know if it's so much intimidation but it, it's just you know you don't want to be the guy that's like oh who's this guy like where is he ever you well, know that's like, what they were doing like right did they send the wrong email to this guy <laughs> i'll be honest so we're pulling up to clam headquarters the first night so 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 this is how it goes um friday is clam pro day actually where I mean, you, you learn all about the new products and, and whatever, but the Thursday night before, they have a social hour. And I think what they do is they have this big, and, and it's not a social hour, it's social night. And uh, they, they cooked barbecue for us. I mean, everyone sits around. I mean, super informal. I mean, you, you can come and uh, do exactly whatever you want to do for like five or six hours. I mean, if you want to go and talk to every single person there, you can. If you want to play beanbags, you can. Like, whatever. Everything is just to socialize. And I believe what they do that for is to get that out of the way. Get socializing out yep. of the way. Set the next day, it's, it's business, guys. Yeah, like, definitely. I mean, we, we sat in classes. Like, you actually have classes. Like, this isn't, you know, the 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 actual Clam Pro Day. You are there to learn about Clam's product. I mean, well, don't get me wrong. There's socialization. We had fun, you know. I mean... It, it, it is what it is but but with all the upcoming shows exactly. and stuff like that you yep. want they want you to be informed and educated so you can educate the consumer and exactly you know your fellow fishermen out yep. there. yep and i mean clam has a lot a lot of different products see i can remember when i worked at shields like thursday nights we'd have thursday night meetings and yep. a lot of times they'd bring in like you know the berkeley rep yep. or the clam, a clam rep or something like that and they would you know they would teach us on 
all the products that are coming out and stuff like that. So we knew right. what, what we were talking about, and it wasn't just like, oh, this is the. So yeah, no, I kind of. But this you is obviously at an, uh, you, this is a, at a higher level, obviously than that. Right. But. You obviously cannot know every single question that that a consumer is possibly going to ask you about the product that you're there to represent. You can't. Like, I mean. Even even Thane right. Jensen, who probably knows more about clam ice shacks than anyone else, you know, Matt Johnson, Dave Osborne, the owner, like all these guys, I mean, they know more about clam ice shacks than than ninety nine point nine 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 percent of all people. And guess what? There's going to be a question that comes out every once in a while that they're like, "God oh, dang it!" You know what? I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. But I mean, you you can't you you got to have you got to have you know a pretty good amount of knowledge about what right. you're you know i mean if somebody comes up there and says you know hey what's what's the next biggest shack from this you know hey yeah you know i i know that this one is i mean you right. know you maybe able, not everyone knows right. every single shack you know from from front to back but i mean you got to have some knowledge and, oh, oh definitely i mean like you said somebody comes up and you you're asking them like what's their style of fishing what are they doing where are they fishing at a lot Okay, well, instead of this shack, you might want to look at this shack, you know. And so, I mean, right, and, and, and it's not like you're you have the capability or really the time to be able to fish out of all of them. So, right, I mean, right. knowing which one fits that person's needs when is I think, a huge part of the game. So, so one of the main things that they really you know always hammer home uh, with clam is you know they've got like three levels of shacks, and uh, uh, they they have the X series, which is you know the ones that. You could hook up to the back of your vehicle, drive down a gravel road for, you know, an hour and a half, and it, it, it's still, you know, I mean, it's gonna it, it's built to take abuse and, right. and whatnot. And uh, then then they've got, uh, I believe, the ice team that's that's in the middle of the road, and then they've got your, your basic, more basic models, you know, that are, that are down at the bottom. Well, you know, I mean, for a long time I've heard people, and I'm not going to sit here and get on a clam soapbox. I'm going to say what I need to say and get it over with. But a lot of people like, you know, oh, clam, you know, they, they don't have near as solid of a shack as, uh, you know, as otter. Well, you know, are, are you are you comparing the the shack of clams that's supposed to be compared to that right. otter? You know, yeah. so so that's, you know, there, there's different levels because some people want to take a two-person shack out on three and a half inches of ice. Some people want to hook it to the back of their pickup and, and you know, go drive out there. I mean, everyone has a different way of, of fishing. Some guys want to load a shack into the back of their pickup all by themselves. And, yep. and, you know, they don't have somebody else that goes out there with them. Some guy understands that it's going to take five guys to get his shack into the back of his pickup. <laughs> right. You know, You're going to have to hook up a pulley yep. system or something yep. like everyone, that. Yep. Everyone's different. And uh, so, so Clam tries to have a shack for everyone, and, and that's just what it is. But they got the Clam uh, Leech Ribbon Flutter Spoon. Ribbon Leech Flutter Spoon, I think, is what it is. And uh, that thing's action is insane. You know, just the same as, as the Leech Flutter Spoon from before, which is one of my favorite trout baits out in the Black Hills. Um, this thing even has a wilder action. It's it's very thin. Uh, it, it's just kind of crazy. Um, Scott Brower was there with Mackie Plastics, who we've got to have on again this oh, winter definitely. because that was oh, a, we'll have Mr. possibly the best episode we've ever had. Um, he he came out with some new uh, new plastics for this year. The Whammy was one of them, and I forget what the other one was. Don't matter, but um, just God dang it, no one. No one should know that much about aquatic insects <laughs> unless unless you work for, you know, the, the DNR as the aquatic insect guy. But, uh, you know, he, he was talking about different ways to rig all that. And, God, just, just 
there's a lot in that guy's head and you know we we had him on for an hour and uh, i don't think that we even tapped into close close to oh, it and, not at all. and it was one of our biggest episodes ever so we got to have him on again um but uh, I think the for the most part, new suits, new stuff. suits. Uh, they they got the new sweet. defender suit, and that defender suit is built for somebody that I, I don't know. I think you can wear it into a fire. You know, I think they go. teamed up with it's, Duluth Trading to come thing. up with the fire hose ice suit. No, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. But uh, Thane, you know, if, Thane, if Thane's listening to this, he he better get a hold of the Rock Rabbits Fire Department and outfit you guys. With yeah, all new that's clam. the plan. That's the plan. But uh, no, I, I, I mean, they flat out said that this is the suit for the guys who abuse their gear. Like right. you know, I mean, this is the one for, you know, the people that are hard on stuff. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. It, it looked awesome. I'll be honest. I didn't try it on, but uh, I know Scott Merwin did did uh, wear it already last year. All right. And uh, um, the guys who did try it on said that they loved it. So I don't know. I think that'll be a be a cool one. It looks sweet. Um, they got a gray and a black looking one, and it just it looks like you're out there to. It, you know, just, I'm I'm not a guy that lug, likes the word slaying fish, but if you wear the black suit, I, I think I think you're out there to slay fish. Like they I should mean, just kind of look Slayer. Yeah, you kinda maybe look, that's maybe that's their next their ooh, next series of ice suits, the Slayer series, the Slayer suits, the Slab Slayers. Yeah. You need that's a neck, kind of you something. need you need a neck tattoo in order to wear it. <laughs> it's just Just crazy it's really crazy to think about the amount of products that clam really does have i forget dave dave gens told me how many SKUs, and i think i think SKUs is what they you know right uh, the barcode or whatever how many different barcode how many different SKUs they had and uh they added god i want i I forget what the number was but i mean it was a substantial amount that they added this year and i mean it's it's five six hundred that they already had so i mean you know they're just when when you get into the baits you know i mean they that the uh uh the tikka minnow uh they came up with some smaller uh you know i mean panfish real finesse right. you know, very yeah. small sizes on that and uh, the guys that have fished with them say that they're the bomb.com uh, there's a leech flutter spoon on that rod right, right in front of you right there but uh, uh, they have <clears> like yeah this i mean there's all kinds of like what are they like the swirl drop kick or yep, something yep. like that now i mean just little things like that that can change but make a huge difference sometimes and yep. they got like some type of a new like uh like a clamp series something or like oh yeah that, yep, that hang yep. on shacks and, yep and that's uh uh you know especially in the hub shacks uh cow dang it what the heck is that the clam 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 I don't, I don't know I, I feel like it's something like a play on clam like the clamp on something whatever right. but uh, it goes on the uh on the middle of the hubs and uh you know drink holders rod holders whatever and, and uh it, it fits on there really nice and easy and then once you've got it on there you can twist it pull it off and, and bring it to your ne- uh, a different right. shack you know i mean oh you don't want that there yeah no problem whatever and uh so i i think that they've really got a cool little quick quick disconnect uh um uh, system there and uh that that's cool I, I i should look farther into it because uh last year i did a little bit more fishing out of a hub house and it was a hell of a lot of fun yeah i'm so, really uh, thinking about picking one up i this think year. i think I, everyone I should really, have one in their arsenal because, i think so too i mean i just think that they're pretty versatile and i don't know i we've talked about this before and i'm i'm thinking about maybe making the switch to a one-man portable and then getting a hub too yep. for like when i bring people out so yep, yep. it you know, I mean, every every shack has its time and place, but uh, 
Um, I think once you get out in a hub a few times and you realize that they're a little bit easier to put up than what a guy thinks and uh, um, they're easy to take back down, you know, have a couple lawn chairs. You, you know, the biggest thing is you got to have a sled or, or uh, you know, a four-wheeler right. or something to, to get it out there because, I mean, by the time you bring four lawn chairs and by the time you bring, a, you know, your your uh, uh, rods and by the time you bring the actual hub shack and all, all that different stuff. I mean, it can be a lot of stuff to, to, you know, bring out there by one, one, two, three people. It's definitely a two to three person system. I mean, if you're going to do it by yourself, it takes a little time to, to do it all. But, uh, I mean, I guess if you're going to do some ice camping or something like that, that's something that we've always talked about. I've always wanted to do it. Never have, but, um, no, there's, you know, I, I guess, uh, you know, not not just clam. You know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that is the, starting to yep. people are releasing their striker uh, came out with some new uh, some new ice suits, I believe, uh, some different colors. Um, they they kind of got into some camouflage stuff, which right. uh, I I would say is probably a pretty solid marketing tool on strikers' uh, behalf because, uh, uh, you know, I mean, when when you're paying two hundred you know, 200 plus dollars for a jacket and 200 plus dollars for a set of bibs. Uh, you know, like for a guy like me, I love wearing camouflage. Hell, I'll wear camouflage every damn day. I'll wear right. camouflage church if I can get away with it. <laughs> but you know, I mean, uh, for, for them to come out with uh, a jacket that you could also wear out in the duck blind or, and, and you know, they used to have striker used to have like a duck blind series and they have, like striker has some that like looks like Carhartt. Right. Like, it's pretty yeah. badass. I you know. know. You know, and and me and my buddy Adam Top were actually just talking about this the other day. Uh, you know, one one thing, you know, like with clam, you know, the 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 bright blue and you know whatever. There, there's a lot of people that when they're spending two hundred and fifty dollars on a jacket, that's going to be their winter coat. Right. Yeah. You know, they want to be able to wear it. Different they places. are going to wear that to church. Right. You know, when, and, when it gets, I know when I when like when the fall gets going here and there's some cold football games and stuff like that. Oh damn there's right. A, there's a lot of times where we have our ice suits you know our ice absolutely. jackets and absolutely. stuff on so. so so you know i mean i i just think hell you know, i wear mine the, for recess duty right <laughs> i mean signs. that's not crazy but you know that your striker jacket like you could wear that into church and and it's right. not like oh that's not god like what the you, heck you yeah. would never know that that's fishing jacket that's a, that's a regular coat well, god was you know jesus was a fisherman too so well, I, I, he would absolutely he'd be he like when where'd you get that jacket well wear your sunday best and he's like you damn well better be a freaking nice fishing coat <laughs> But uh, you know, I I don't know. I think, I, I think that uh, uh, I don't know all all the different brands. You know, Eskimo's got some really cool stuff with the uh, uh, what the Buffalo check. You know, yeah, I, the Buffalo I pers- plaid. Yeah. I personally love that. So do but, I. Uh, um, you know, I, it, it's good. You know what? The better Clam does, the better Striker does, the better Eskimo does. It, we it, need it, that competition. Yep. And guess who benefits? Us, Us. the consumer. I mean, so. uh, yeah. I mean, it's not just like, well, this is this is the only option you got here, so it's either this or nothing. Right. So if you don't like it, well, too bad. At least we have a lot of different companies that are putting out quality gear that we get to choose from. Okay, Matt. I saw one that came out the other day that uh, I've got to ask you about. It uh, It's called the Jiffy Scout. I have you seen the Jiffy Scout? I have not. The Jiffy Scout is uh, it's a small auger that uh, goes on a cordless drill, which I know what you're thinking, and maybe you're not thinking this, but if you are, uh, you're probably thinking like, oh, Jiffy ice augers, the ones that don't have like a six or an eight inch one for a uh, for a cordless drill. And yeah, that's that, that Jiffy right there. But now they do, and it's two and a half inches. <laughs> 
Two and a half <laughs> inches. Wide. 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 Round. Not long. Two and a half inches. And they're marketing this as uh, kind of like a spud bar that, that it's, it's for scouting. So you're going to go out and uh, you're going to start popping holes through the ice and, and at two and a half inches, it's just going to drill so dang fast that, you know, I mean, it, it's, 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 it's just fast as a spud bar. You're going to go through, oh, look at there. I mean, it's got, it's actually got a measuring system on it that, that you put it back up and you see, oh, seven inches. And then you can go a little bit farther and you drill another hole and, oh, only six inches here. Oh, we're, get, we're going down there. And we're talking two and a half inches wide. Not big enough for you to go and turn around and pull a fish through. We're just scouting at this point. Right. And then... If you do like, you know, if you find a spot that you, after you've done your jiffy scouting, then you can turn around and put your six or your eight inch on. Now you got to take and, the time to reattach yep, everything. Yep, and yep. So now you're bringing two augers out there. <laughs> One of the other options is uh, is is a spud bar and uh, uh, just drilling your way out. Uh, you know, with with six inch uh, or eight inch or ten inch. That's that's another option. But 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 there's more, Matt. The other thing that you can do with this is is after you find your spot and you drill your regular size hole down, then you take your Jiffy Scout, you plug it back into your drill, and you take another step and you pop a two and a half inch hole right, you know, right next to your hole. And it's for cameras and your transducer so that your fish don't get wrapped up in them. <laughs> it just seems like it's just added work. It, it it seems like it's added work. You're right. You're right. Like, I, I mean, I, I get. I guess I understand it. If if you can have it attached and you have a drill just specific for it, and maybe you have it on a machine and you're drilling out in front of your machine and you're just jumping off and instead of wanting to drill a you know a, a six inch hole to take the time to have it and quick jump off and shoot it and down there and be like, okay, I got seven inches of ice. I know I can keep going and stuff. I guess. Maybe for that, but I mean, for me, I'm not going to have another extra drill. No, just just you Should know, know specific for that, and I don't want to sit there and have to like. I mean, yeah, it doesn't take much to take it off, take it off the drill and attach the. You but know, the more you do that, it gets there, old. There's going to be a time, time. There's going to be a time when when you don't get it chucked back in there good. Right. I mean, I've had it before where you know, oh, oh didn't You're get it right. quite chucked in there good, and. You're gonna drop that ice auger through, and I I know I know guys, it's got a it's got a uh, a foam noodle on it, and it's gonna float. I get that, I get that, but you're still gonna get your hand cold, right? By going down in there and and grabbing it, but I I don't know. I, I just guess, I just guess you know I can't believe that they they have a two and a half inch auger, but they don't have anything to compete with like the, the K drills or the, and or, or the pistols and, and all that stuff. The you know the light flights and everything. So. Maybe they do. And, Maybe they do. do and they? and I guess I don't know. Like as far as you know, for tournament fishermen, I guess I can see it being an be nice for tournament fishermen. But you know, just for the regular person, it's just one more thing that you have to have in the way in your fish house. I mean, yeah, we all have spud bars and stuff like that they, for checking ice, but I I don't think that they have something that goes into a cordless drill. No, I don't think that they do. Jiffy doesn't. So I, I don't know. It's it just seems weird, man. It does. I mean, I I think I'd rather come out with a 
an auger or a six or an eight inch before I came out with a, a scout one like that, you know, after you've established yourself into it, maybe then all of a sudden come in and say, all right, we got the scout or maybe they're just thinking, you know, none of these other companies have the scout. And, but you know what the thing is, there's going to be people that are going to go nuts over it. <laughs> I mean, there are, I mean, it, cause it's new. A lot of times if they do a good enough job marketing it, I mean, there's going to be some people who are like, oh my God, I need that. And I'm not going to lie to you. It, it didn't exactly have rave reviews uh, on on uh, on on Facebook. When, right. You know, I, I, mean, I can believe it I, because it's like most of us are thinking like, well, you know, if a spud bar isn't going to work, then it's just like, okay, ah, I don't know. I, there, I just, there is places that are, I mean, some of those wild tournament anglers already use three-inch ice holders. Right. Oh, I know. You know, so so I I don't know that. Uh, I just think it's going to be a hard sell. I just don't think there's going to be a lot of people that. I don't know. You know, may, maybe I'm going to be so dead wrong on this and, and whatever, but it to me. To me, it really seems gimmicky, and I'm not here to take shots at just Jiffy Ice augers. They they make fine augers, uh, you know that that's not it. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess at the price point of what it could possibly be, with I mean, I, I think it's steel. It, it's going to be heavy, uh, you know, rechucking stuff. I uh, you know think think about this. One of the one of the things that they talked about was uh, you know taking these little holes, you know, that are two feet off of your your main hole to drop a camera and whatnot in there two and a half inch hole if you're sitting outside she uh she gonna freeze a little bit yeah. faster than your seven or, or you know your eight inch hole whatever oh, definitely and uh you know how, how, how are you gonna do that matt how are you <laughs> gonna do that so so you're you got a camera and your deucer or your your camera's down on one side and you're you know the, the cords through and you've been fishing and uh it it uh Frozen in there. It, it, it freezes in there, even if it's just a little bit. Right. You know, up at the top, like, I mean, what do you do? Chisel it out? What do you do? You're like, gonna, try to gonna, try to dr- dr- drill another one right next to it, and you get your freaking cord. I, I don't know. It, uh, it, yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it. don't seem like the, it's the best idea, but but I could be wrong. I could right. be wrong yeah. here. Um, Humminbird uh, came out with an ice bundle, uh, yep. and, and, and I don't know if ice bundle is what they're calling it, but... Uh, it's, it's, like it's kind of a, a shuttle, uh, yeah. You know, I don't know what you want to call it. it. I mean, it's a it's a platform. It's a it's a plastic uh, configuration for their ice fishing stuff. Uh, you know, the three hundred and sixty for the Mega Live. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, and and I think that's great because uh, you know Garmin kind of has their ice bundle now. I think this year they came out with uh, one step better than what they had as far as their ice bundle from the year before. Uh, I think that they put a lithium battery on it. Uh, I think it's right right at three grand or something like that compared to twenty seven hundred or whatever was the last one twenty eight hundred. Um, supposed to cut down on some weight, um, but Matt, you know th- these electronics, and you know I don't want to I don't want to smash home electronics because I feel like we're always smashing home electronics about how good these electronics are. But uh, in the news lately, here here's a couple things that I've seen that people these electronics are getting so good that people are finding cars. Yeah. It's nuts lately. Brad Durick, who is a, uh, a catfishing guide on the red river. Is it the red river up in North Dakota? Is that yes. what? The, yes. Yep. Has found five cars. 
Nuts. Not, I mean, not just like this week, not just this year, but like five cars in his life. He's yeah. found five cars. And it's and it's not and it's not just like you know, around here. Sometimes out in the old cricks, you find where people parked old old cars. Yeah, and there's was, cars in there. These are like yeah, legit, it was like, a cars. 1932 that you find out in your da- <laughs> you know your grandpa's old pasture. Like, but you I mean, always knew it was there. Right. Yeah. So so here's one. This Brad Durek has has he's found five cars, and uh, uh, the latest one, uh, the car was two thousand two Cadillac Seville SLS. It was last registered in two thousand six and never reported stolen or missing. Uh, that's a four year old car. Four, two thousand two. Oh, it was right. two thousand two, and, and it was reg- found, it was last registered in in two thousand six. So it's been down so, there for a long time. Yeah, I mean. A four-year-old Cadillac Gold. sunk to the bottom. Like, right. what the frick was going on there <laughs> that, like, no one ever reported this thing missing or stolen? Like, right. I mean, probably it's still a thirty, forty thousand dollars vehicle. Oh, exactly. 20, at the time. I mean, twenty yeah. at least. Right. Like, like I don't know what was going on up there at the Red River, but so, the people I, just dumping cars like that. Foul play is suspected. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just going to go out there and say foul play is suspected. Yeah, I don't think somebody parked it there on accident. Yeah. So, but, but I mean, so this dude's found five. Here's another one. Chisago. Chisago, which is a lot of fun to say. So, so um, go ahead and say it. Uh, according to the Chisago County Sheriff's Office, a bass fisherman fishing on the Chisago and Lindstrom Lakes saw something unusual on his depth finder in approximately 10 feet of water near the public docks. And this is up in Minnesota. The sheriff's office dispatched deputies where they eventually removed a GMC pickup truck from the lake. A deceased man was located inside the truck. The sheriff's office said the body was connected to a missing persons report out of Fridley. I don't know where Fridley is compared to Chisago and whatever else, but I mean, like, guys, we are finding cars right. down in the bottom of lakes and rivers. They just found one over in Spirit Lake here a while back. Or not, not Spirit Lake, Clear Lake. Yeah, Clear right. Lake in Iowa. I mean, you know, I, I, so, so, you know, some of the stuff like has, has before, have has everyone just been like, oh, yeah, go out there and fish the rock right. pile. Yeah, no problem. I've been fishing around the pile out there. <laughs> it ain't a rock pile. It's a it's damn freaking Buick. <laughs> You know, like what the? F- yeah, I know it's it's crazy stuff. I mean, would you? Okay, so here's one. Like you're you're uh, you're you're out fishing, and uh, you you see you're, you see a car on your electronics. How how afraid would you be to pull that car up? Oh, I. I mean, like, what are you going to find in there? Right, there's a part of you that's just like, yeah, it's like, okay, cool, like. If it's something like people are like, oh, yeah, that car sunk there back in 19, oh, you know, yeah, something no like problem. that. You it's might like, just yeah. pull up a big but, catfish. But then all of a sudden it's just like, people are like, what, a car? You know, yeah. like, what are you talking about? I mean, like this one, 10 foot of water? Like, right. how how has no, nobody ever like noticed this? When, who I knows? Mean, I, I don't know, you know, what the story, I mean, maybe it's only been in there for two weeks, but. but. But that's what, well, yeah, obviously, but it's just like, I don't know, it's just. I would be, yeah, I'd want to contact them and be like, hey, I found this vehicle out there. Oh, and I for think, sure, and for I sure. Think, you got to contact them. And I, and I think anymore, you know, yeah, people, you're, you're seeing missing people all the time. Right, like, closure so. for the family somewhere that, you know, 
But I don't know if I want to be around when they pull it up. Oh, hell there's, no. There's hell a part no. of you that wants to be to see, like, what like what kind of car was it? Like, what what's the story on it? But then there's part of you that's sitting there going, like, oh, please say that, you know, I don't right. see anything. But. Well, I mean, there was somebody that got uh, that drowned in Pactola here a while back. I mean, they used fishing electronics to yeah. find the body. You well, know? you see it on, like, those Northwoods Law Show and yeah. stuff like that. Every time there's, like, a drowning victim, yeah, they bring it out. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that's, you know that's a side imaging that they're using I right mean, it's usually and it's kind of crazy when they show like the picture on there that's like mm-hmm. oh yeah oh yeah that's a person so i mean it, it is just i i won't want to be around when they did it well what was it scott martin challenge they or scott martin really the fishing they, show he found one yeah he, he found, found a person one. yeah oh, shit. well he Proofed found well, not a person he found a car really like fishing a bridge and stuff and they had to bring out like the the sheriffs and you know obviously they brought everybody out there and they, i think it was like two cars or something like that in this spot and you can't tell me that there's not you know where where the bridge on the interstate that goes across oh, right. that chamberlain you can't tell me there's not a car somewhere down there <laughs> you would people think are so. cooking at 80 miles an hour across there <laughs> well that's the crazy some thing of those missouri like, river bridges get sketch well it, that's the crazy thing like with this even you know that person goes down in the lake and you know it's a missing person but like it could be anywhere. I mean, yeah. I think up in South Dakota somewhere not too long ago, there was a lady that was missing, and then they found her vehicle submerged in a slough out there. That right. It's just like they just happened. They've been searching for this lady for a long time, and I don't know if they think that like she drove off the road and went in there or what. But, I mean, it is crazy just the amount of things that the electronics now are helping people find. Oh, yeah. I mean, how detailed they are. Yeah, it's a cool deal. Cool deal. No, I just need it. For me personally, you know, I mean, not for fishing, but to go and research, find vehicles. Research, yeah, exactly, exactly. Doing it for the for the common good. Uh, Matt, uh, you ready for good news stories? We're almost an hour in here. Yeah, I'm ready for good news stories. You got you got one. I'm oh, yeah. I'm gonna. Is it one of these two that no, I've got no, written down no, here? No, no. I'm gonna stay on the tune of uh, pulling cars out of the water, and uh, um, so Daniel Fa- Fabiano. Um, I'm not 100% sure where Daniel's from, but he's the owner of Arsenal Fishing. Uh, it's a bass fishing company. Uh, I think that he's from somewhere up by the cities in Minia, uh, in Minnesota. Somewhere up there, yeah. In that ballpark, I believe. But uh, Daniel was recently at a boat launch. He came wheeling in, going to launch his boat, and uh, he noticed that uh, a car was in there. And I think Daniel did snap a picture because I think he felt, <laughs> you know, like probably what all of us thought, you know, on, on a, over a holiday weekend, you know, like this, like somebody who didn't know what they were doing, uh, you know, had an accident, backed in a vehicle, like, okay, we'll wait for the tow truck, come pull this vehicle out. And then I think he quickly realized that this was not a joke, this was an emergency. Right. And he sprung into action and uh, actually went and crawled in there and got a guy out of the back seat. Um, I think what had happened was apparently, uh, the guy had a condition where his feet go numb and, uh, he didn't realize that he smashed on the gas, went flying in there. The vehicle was floating for a little bit. The boat dropped, you know, whatever. But, uh, this thing was going down. And, uh, I think Daniel told him like, you know, I think he got hold of him like through the window or, or whatever. Couldn't get the doors open. But I think he said like, Hey man, you take a big breath and I'm going to get you on up and out of here. And, and, uh, he did and yeah. uh, just, just barely got him. But, uh, I think it was a lot closer call than, uh, than what anyone cared to have. And, uh, so hats off to Daniel. That's a good news story right there. If I ever heard one, <laughs> that's for sure. What you got next mine. Well, a while back after our last episode, I was down at the river fishing and 
I got snagged and I lost a crankbait. And uh, a couple days later, I'm down there fishing and a couple of the kids that are down there all the time, they're fishing and pretty soon the one comes walking up behind me. I was standing on the stepping stones and he's like, hey, Coach Deitch, uh, did you uh, lose a lure the other day? And I was just like, yeah, I did. I go, yeah, I lose a lot of them down here and stuff like that. And he held it up. And this was brand new. I just had bought it and stuff and got it snagged up on something. And uh, he's like, well, here it is. You know, is this is this the one you lost? And I said, yeah, yeah, that's the one I lost. He's like, well, you can have it back if you want. And I was like, you know, I was like, no. I was like, that's not how it works, man. I go, you found it. I lost it. You found it. I said, you get to keep that thing. So I thought that was pretty stand up, kind of a yeah, cool absolutely. thing for a kid that's a fourth grader really? to do. Heck yeah. I mean. He expects a passing grade in VE. <laughs> but, I mean. <laughs> or you, you can, you're never going to offer you a crankbait well, back. Well, I'm going to tell you this much. If Some of my teachers, I would have never given them their crankbait back. Damn right. So. <laughs> Damn right. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I, uh, I, I you know, yeah. Yep. Uh, I got one other good news story since we're so far behind. Uh, Jason Durham with Go Fish uh, Guide Service up. Uh, he's, he's way northern Minnesota. Um, he had a deal on Facebook the other day that uh, he showed up to uh, go on a guide trip. He found out after he got the boat in the water that uh, his client had a family emergency, uh, was not going to be able to make it. So uh, the guy that was at the ramp checking for aquatic invasive species, uh, you know, whatever, uh, was just getting off his shift. And Jason said, Hey, hop in the boat. So they went and fished. He finally brought that guy back. There was a, a couple standing at the dock that, uh, was just visiting the area. He tossed them in his boat. They went out and fished and, you know, I mean, he, he didn't charge these people, you know, right. just out having fun with some Good people. Deed. And, and, uh, so, uh, and Jason Durham is one of the guys who, uh, who I did meet at, at clam pro day over the last, uh, or, you know, um, a couple weeks ago and uh, he's a guy that we want to get on uh, i think he's got a lot of cool stories and, and yeah, that's uh, awesome as a real fish head and uh so yeah i don't know i thought that that was a pretty cool that story. is a neat story uh you got anything else or is that it well well bass streak is still at 80 days 80 of, days right now yep. wow that's incredible as of labor day 80 days in a row so nice. <laughs> i'm gonna give i'm gonna give a shout out as, as much as painful as it is to say uh uh to uh, listener Corey Brandt over there at Boyden Hall, Rock Valley. Oh yeah, boy, he uh, they got they got a ball team over they there. They definitely do. Those, uh, they got, they, those boys, they they came to play. Yep, that uh, that was a good dang team right there. And uh, you know, anytime that you got to give uh, give uh, a shout out to uh, a team from Sioux County, you know, it, it kind of hurts a little bit. But uh, <laughs> uh, I think Corey, you know, he, he's he's a hell of a football coach, and uh, uh, so I don't know, got to. Got to give recognition where it's due. That's right. Even even when it hurts. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, hats off. I, I he, I'm telling he, you guys he, right he now. Mes- he messaged me before our game and said he that he there's no way the handlebar mustache is going to happen no matter what. <laughs> so I'm I'm telling you guys right now if you're in the state of Iowa and you're in what are they three A? Yep. They're three A. I'm telling you right now. I'm putting you all on notice that 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 Boyden Hall Rock Valley team is for real. Yeah, they are. If, if you're gonna play them. You, you, you better, better show bring, up. Better bring your A game, and I'm telling you, don't don't invite family to come and watch because you probably ain't walking away with a W on that one. I I don't know. I'd I'd say that that team's gonna make a make a run at a big trophy. So yeah. All right. Enough with that crap. <laughs> football season's on though. I ne- know. I next love week, it. Next week we're gonna talk a little bit of football too because uh, uh, 
Well, this coming week's Iowa, Iowa State. So, I mean, we're going to have to talk about that. If if the right team wins, if the yep. wrong team wins, then <laughs> we, won't then we ain't going to be even talking about hey, it. This last weekend, those dang, those two picks, Hicks, it's Badgers. They lost to Penn State. So, go yep. go Penn State. And uh, the Hawkeyes beat Indiana. I'm so. not going to lie to you. I hate Penn State. <laughs> I hate Penn State's coach. He's a punk. <laughs> he is a punk. But hell yeah for the Hawks. That's right. All right. We'll talk to you guys later.